well, welcome uh, uh, to, to the, the show. show. I, uh, uh, this, this is, is Real, real moon, moon Hours. hours. I had a really awkward, awkward opening because there was a lot of things, things I kind of forgot, forgot to do, to do but, but we are in it. it. How are you, are you doing, doing uh, Timbit? Pingas. All right, you are way too loud. So, going to turn you down a little bit, turn me up a little bit, and we got to get the uh, the May May in, the audio May May. So there it is. Christian, is it Moon's Cafe for your Twitch? Yeah, it's twitchtv.com. It's twitch.tv slash Moon's Cafe. There's also a link on the website for the podcast, uh, rmh.mrmoon.cf, if you're interested in looking that up. But um, also, websites are super lame and terrible, so that's what I think, at least. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Fuck websites. Hell yeah. 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 I may or may not have found the soundboard. Oh no, did you download a soundboard? Please tell me you haven't. Uh, it comes with voice mod, so it's okay. Well, that's <laughs> So, we don't have our permanent guest here tonight. Um, we tried to get another guest, but he has work tomorrow. He said that podcasts are dumb, and he didn't want to be a part of this. He said, the, he said Moon, I hate you. I've always hated you. Um... I hope, I hope your, your career, career fails, fails, and I hope you die a horrible death. death. And that and guest that said that, that to me was Tom Hanks. Hanks. We, we we really had Tom Hanks lined up today, but he had work tomorrow. And he yeah. also he also decided to say that he hated me, which I that wasn't very nice, you know. No, he said we were he said we were pushing in on his um, Jeffrey Epstein Island time. All right. Plus, Plus, the internet, internet connection's, connection's really bad, bad in Greece. Greece. Uh, no mm-hmm. offense to our listeners in Greece. Uh, not that we have any. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so we don't have a guest this week. Our permanent guest, Jeff, um, instead of hanging with us tonight, he decided that he needed to sleep because he's very tired. And I know that feeling when you're very tired and you just want to sleep. But your friends are asking you to play Raft at 1 a.m. Wasn't pointed at anyone. I'm not like I'm not like calling anybody out. I'm just like giving an example. Just like you really want to finish Star Wars and you get like 1,500 texts. I don't know. I'm just kidding, guys. I I love my friends. I love y'all. I love everybody. I love I love I love God, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I do. All right. Why? Why? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I'm just trying to make you question your life. No oh, okay. Choices. Sounds, Sounds good. good. So what we got slated for tonight? Uh, right. This, this is, is a, a podcast, podcast with an actual, actual structure. structure. Holy, Holy crap. crap. 
Okay. Pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is super wild. Well, that was a good, uh, uh, boring as hell introductory segment. Let's run over to... Let's get right into the news. Totally biased newses while the world snoozes. Now that's copyrighted. Copyrighted 2021rmh.mrmoon.cf, baby. Let's go. Um, so anyways, uh, <laughs> so let's, let's start with our first story of the night. And I decided I'm going to start kind of a micro segment. Um, here on Real Moon Hours, and um, I'm going to call it Crackhead Financial. I haven't come up with a graphic for it yet, but it'll probably look a lot like this. Um, but uh, but we just basically cover one financial story a week uh, that interests us, and primarily it'll be about cryptocurrency because that's what the real crackheads are into. So uh, we got here Tim Bitcoin um, is completely skyrocketing some analyst i forgot her name um predicted predicted like volkswagen would go up and all this stuff and she's never been wrong she predicted like the dot-com bubble and all this stuff like just like all this like crazy stuff she's never been wrong her entire career i swear yeah and she says for sure bitcoin is going to get to a hundred thousand so there's been this big run on Bitcoin. Tesla bought a crap ton and basically said like, yo, if we lose money on this, we can report it as a loss. Um, if we gain money on this, then we gain money on it, which is freaking awesome. And so they did that. And then a couple other companies started looking into it. There's this one CEO that's literally spending like, like what was it like? hundred thousand dollars a minute or something like that it was like some crazy number he's spending tons of money on bitcoin right now but um that sounds like a crackhead move yeah it's a real crackhead move and it's crackhead approved i have bitcoin uh we're not market analysts by the way uh we're just stupid we like the stock uh, uh we have to cover our bases to make sure that uh nobody sues us if they take a big risk again always never put more in then you're willing to lose in that way it's not gambling um <laughs> and don't treat it like a casino you know what i mean treat it like an investment um but other than that uh you know i have holding sundial sundial's doing good we hit complacency guys sundial growers has hit complacency and so um tim do you have anything for crackhead financial so actually for lent i gave up checking my stocks so i have no idea what's going on I'm kidding. I'm not even joking with you. Like, I'm three days in and I'm stressing. Oh. I forgot to choose something to give up for Lent. I'm gonna give up, um... I'm gonna, give up, I'm gonna give up... No, never. <laughs> I'm gonna give up uh, pornography, which I already don't use. Well, so. that doesn't count then. <laughs> um, I've seen from my notifications from my apps because I didn't get rid of the apps. Okay. I got the notifications on because hashtag temptation. But uh, Dogecoin is taking a very big dip right now. Oh yeah, it's taking big boy dip. Um, I, I, I think I think I got on at the wrong time and I'm gonna pay for it. But yeah, you know, like you said, I did exactly what you said. I didn't put 
more in than I was willing to lose. So if yeah. it happens, it, it is what it is. I lose if it goes all the way back down to zero, 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 zero. I lose like five bucks. So mm -hmm. that's it's not that big of a deal. The boat I'm in is that I'm pretty much winning no matter what, as long as it stays above like two cents. You know, I bought it in like right when things started exploding, and yeah. I'm glad I didn't buy it at the top. But like at the same time, it's just like whatever. If I lose all that money, it was funny. Mm -hmm. It was twenty. It was twenty-five dollars that I saw grow into nearly a hundred, and I was like, I'm not gonna sell. I'm not gonna sell. I'm not gonna sell. And everyone's like, you're 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 a freaking moron for not selling. And I'm like, I'm not selling. I am not selling. I. I'm not selling. I'm not selling. I'm not selling. I'm not fucking selling. <laughs> so, anyways, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm never gonna sell. I'm just gonna hold it forever because who cares, you know? So, uh, with that, don't. One of those guys that like, because I have like ten bucks in GoPro stock. Should I walk into like a GoPro store and be like? Yeah, I own this place, and I pay your salaries, so give me a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do that? Uh, no. <laughs> teachers all the time. You do that to teachers? No, people do. I have had so many... Oh, seriously? Teachers say parents were bitching at them and like, well, my taxes go to pay your salary, so you need to do what I want. Goodness gracious me. Spoiler alert, that's not how it actually works. I know. It's, yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yes. Yes, okay. sir. What else we got slated for the news, my boy? Yeah, so, off with Crackhead Financial. We're moving on to, uh... I'm trying to remember what the next story is. Let's see. Is it oh. Bo Jiden? Yes, um, Bo Jiden. Let's see, let me find the... Let me find the thing... Oh, here it is. So, so Bo Jiden still owes us uh, how much money? $1,400? Uh, we talked about this last week. But with COVID, uh, he promised a stimulus package. He promised to continue the idea that uh, Trump kind of claimed to have to give everyone $2,000 after Trump said that the $600 proposal was pitiful, said he would refuse to sign it. Biden says, yeah, okay. Let's do that when I get in office and everyone's like, Woo, Joe Biden, finally a Democrat. It's the party of compassion. And now Joe Biden's given ton taxpayer money to, to the WHO, to Raytheon, to foreign countries, to foreign interest groups, to the military-industrial complex, fight more wars, to, to what else? What else do you give money to? Pay raises. Yep, right in their own pocket. Lining their own pockets. Starting wars that'll never end. Starting forever wars. He's basically just George W. Bush. Who would have thought? Um, also, there's still kids in cages. Um, that that still hasn't ended yet. You know, Joe Biden managed to sign like how many how many friggin' executive orders, and he can't stop the kids in cages. But God forbid we put in a pipeline. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. no. No pipeline. pipeline. But well, we can, can keep, keep the kids, kids in cages. cages. Well, well, okay, okay sorry. sorry. Uh, what was it? It was like... It was like like transition centers. They renamed them. 
from whatever mm. they were called before to like transition centers. So there's still kids in cages, mm-hmm. essentially, um, which is great. But anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I called it. I called it six months ago, but we didn't have a podcast back then. Nothing is. Nothing has changed under Joe Biden. Everything is literally exactly the same, apart from the whole pipeline thing and maybe the wall. Uh, so <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Look how. Look how powerful the Democrats are. Look how much they care about the people. <laughs> I want to die. It's almost um, like you got played. I low-key kind of, I got played. No, no. Well, you didn't get played because you didn't vote for Joe, for Bo Jiden. Oh, yeah. I voted for a different Joe. Same. Joe Jorgensen, baby! <laughs> Woo! Joe Jorgensen. Woo! Baba Tulsi Gabbard would have been cooler, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Did I tell you about? So this was one of the things that got me off TikTok for the first time, and there was this girl, and she was talking about how our lives depend on this election. And that orange man bad. And I said, and she's like, and are some of the lines of if you def- if you defend Donald Trump but call out Joe Biden for his possible assault charges, then you're a hypocrite. And I'm like, why not just not vote for either of them and vote for Joe Jorgensen? Yeah, why try to choose between two alleged rapists? Yeah. And then she said, and then her next video, literal next video, she's talking about how if you voted third party in an election as important as this, your opinion matters to me as about as much as the shit my dog took in the backyard two minutes ago. I'm like, wow. Okay. And freedom for all. Suffering. So, so, so. Suffering. Oh, these people. Oh, if you didn't, if you didn't vote for the rapist I like, well, your opinion matters to me about as much as dog crap. So, eat my butt. Because doesn't it just sound like the wonderful, accepting, and progressive Democratic Party? Oh, what's up, Code Destroyer two three three? He says, hey, Tim Tim. What up? I know, I had to exit out of full screen so I could see chat. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, Okay, what was I doing? Um, Okay. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I I just remember that one video of the girl in the car, and she's like, she's like, you know, like, I I see a lot of people saying, like, she's like, I get it. You know, Joe Biden isn't very good. He's not ideal. And, you know, we, we don't really like either of them, you know, and Joe Biden's kind of racist and he's, he's really kind of a Republican and blah, 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 blah. She goes, but like, but, but can we have a conversation about that later? Can we have a conversation about that after we don't have a fascist in the White House? And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. She's just like screaming. And guess what? We never had a conversation about it later. So I guess I guess it didn't really matter. They all they all went to they all went back to brunch, you know. 
Mm-hmm. They all, they all, you know. Joe Biden's hardly getting cyberbullied. It's it's awful. I thought that's what everyone was supposed to do. Hashtag <laughs> cyberbully Joe Biden. Yeah, we're supposed to cyberbully Joe Biden right after he got elected. Like, oh yeah, cool, Trump's out, but like, let's let's uh let's get some work done, okay? Let's like like let's actually do something. But um yeah. So anyways, let's move on. Uh, speaking of politics and uh uh, uh, uh getting something done, um. Texas has turned into the movie Frozen. Um, I didn't mean for that to sound insensitive because people are suffering right now. I don't want to. I don't want to mock people suffering, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's Texas. They'll be fine. Texas is completely frozen over. There's like these crazy, crazy, crazy images of pipes bursting and like ice, ice coming down from like, uh, like, like uh, ceiling fans and stuff, and and ice coming. This picture, ice just coming down all over this girl's car in a parking garage. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Like these people can barely eat. Um, they're 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 boiling water by taking candles and putting cans around the candles so the heat kind of like goes around and putting a pot on top of that because they they don't have any power. They don't have any gas. They don't have anything. And so it's just like it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And um, I just want to say I personally. I, I feel really bad for the people in Texas. Really, really bad. To the point that it makes me downright angry when I go on Twitter and I see people belittling and making fun of them. Like, no joke. You see these people in Texas that are literally, like, freezing to death. And you have a lady that's like, you should have stand Biden, honey. It's like... It's like, is that all that matters to these people? The fact that whether or not they yes. voted for the blue, the, the blue rapist or the red rapist or the blue racist or the, uh, the blue racist over the red racist or the, or the blue fascist over the blue red fascist. Like, let's like, let's sit down for a minute and go, okay, these people are suffering to no fault of their own. It was a natural, it's a natural disaster. Here's the other thing. People are like, you voted in Republicans. You didn't go for renewable energy, blah, 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 blah. This is why all your power's out. You didn't let the government winterize your grid, all this stuff. And it's like, Texas does not, like, it's reasonable for Texas to think we do not need to winterize our grid. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't have things like the lake effect, like my state has. They're not a Northwest state like Seattle or Oregon or Alaska. They're not like, they don't get tons of snow. They're, they're, most of the state of Texas is a desert. And so it's like ridiculous to me that people are like, people are like, oh, this totally could have been prevented. I'm like, no, this is like once in a hundred plus years of something that could happen. These people are literally suffering from a, from a natural disaster. Making fun of them, belittling them, blaming them personally for what happened is not how we're going to get past the issue. It's not how things are going to get done. But on the same token, I am a little bit bothered that Ted Cruz decided to take a vacation to Cancun while all this was happening. Not going to get too much into that, but... Ted Cruz is not based. But... Twitter managed to bully him back into Texas. He made up some story that he was like, I'm dropping off my daughter. Now, this is reasonable, because if you're a politician that gets death threats every day, you'd want to drop off your daughters when they go down to Mexico for a trip. But here's the thing. Like, it was really obvious that he was, like, flying with his entire family for vacation to Cancun. And he could have had a plan beforehand. 
I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, he should have just canceled it. He should have just like as like as like a display of like like you know solidarity. Yeah, solidarity. He should have been like, I'm canceling. He should have announced it like, oh, I'm canceling a vacation that we had planned for a while down to Cancun. I'm gonna stay up here with my people and help them out. But instead, he just like went down there and then decided to come back up like a little coward. Honestly, I would have taken the L and stayed on vacation. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I you have, have to take, take an L, L but I take an L, L to be able to go on a vacation in Cancun while my state's freezing to death. Um, that may make me sound like a horrible person, but that's why I'm never running for office. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, um, this, te- this whole Texas thing's just crazy. Do you have any thoughts on it, Tim? I mean, I got a lot of friends in Texas, and luckily most of them are doing all right. You know, they heard this was coming a long time ago, so they did the smart thing and, well, prepared for it. Yeah. So that's kind of part of the reason why I'm like not as sympathetic towards Texas because they, this isn't something that just happened overnight. This isn't something that just developed overnight. They've like in Oregon, I've known about this hitting Texas for a month and a half. Mm -hmm. Like all you need is a week to stock up on shit, clear out your fucking pipes. Actually, I don't, I don't know if that's easy or not. So don't Uh... take my word on that one. But, like there's things there are things you can do there's There's things things you can can do within within the time time that they had known about what was going to happen exactly i I just don't know if winterizing the power grid was one of those things (laughs) no (laughs) because that's kind of a big project and it was just so funny people people were like i can't believe they didn't hand it over to the government to winterize the winterize the power grid i'm like you know how expensive that is like for texas texas doesn't need that oh no they need a better cooling, cooling system, system for their, their power, power grid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't feel bad for um, Austin, Texas, though. What's wrong with Austin? Because they're run by Democrats? All the Californians moved from California to Austin. Oh, yeah. People from Texas call Austin the cancer of Texas. I had no idea. I don't know a lot about Texas. I just know that they're um, Iceland right now. No, they're, they're Greenland. Greenland. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know that bit of history. I think literally everyone on the planet does, but I know that bit of history. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, moving on, I guess, to the next story, because why not? Um. What are we doing? Oh, yes. I wish I could play the Hose Mad song. I probably can, but I don't. Uh, so, so Disney, Disney had, had a direct, direct. and Ho's mad because they announced two new Smash characters or one new Smash character or whatever. And uh, you you see you see Tim you see them right? They're uh, they're they're anime. They got swords. They're from an RPG they're very, title. They're a very, very specific anime. Very, very, very popular in Japan. And they are very well-endowed women. Mm-hmm. And people are... Well-endowed is the correct term. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the armor really accentuates it. But like people are bothered by it. And they're sitting there going off about how like... 
Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's like putting this like objectifying women in the video game and all this stuff. And blah 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 Time out here. Time out here. I'm gonna throw the challenge flag on this one. Um Bayonetta question mark? Yeah, I want to in the game and they are just as like objectifying. And I haven't heard anything. But that's the point, though. This, this is, is just objectification because this is a video game series that I know nothing about. <laughs> uh, but on top of this, all this objectification of women, which is so funny. I want to talk about this. The objectification of women thing is really funny to me because it's actually coming from people within the parts of the Smash community that have been hit the most with sexual mm -hmm. assault allegations. So you oh, have shit. you have people who are being accused of being sex pests complaining about Nintendo putting sexually attractive adult females in their video game probably because they're too old. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Um anyways, on top of this, uh this is just something that happens every time Nintendo does a direct. Um I don't know if you know too much about this Tim because I don't know how much you follow Nintendo. But like, I don't follow Nintendo hardly at all, but like I I kind of get what's going on. Yeah, yeah well, well, like it, it happens, happens every time, time there's, there's a direct. direct. There's, there's a direct. direct. People, People have, have these like wild expectations. Like, like oh, oh, we're gonna, gonna get a release date for Breath of the Wild, Wild 2. We're, we're gonna, gonna get, get we're gonna get uh, an announcement of a new Mario Kart title. We're gonna get we're gonna get like Mother Three ported to the Switch. Some like just like just insane like assumptions. And it drops. The the Nintendo Direct drops, and they announce things like a Metopia port, a port of Skyward Sword. Um, mm -hmm. Like they they talk more about you know the new Bowser's Fury DLC and all that. They talk about all this stuff, and it's all very very cool. They announce like uh, they announce a new project from the team that did Bravely Default, which was a really like, kind of cool, very neat RPG from a studio within Nintendo. Uh, they announced, like, No More Heroes 3, which was a huge deal. Um, like, there's all these things that, like, got me kind of excited. They announced Splatoon 3. I love Splatoon. I'm excited about it. And people were just flooding Twitter with, like, I can't believe we got a third Splatoon game before getting a new F-Zero. I can't believe we got blah, 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 blah. And, and then they're, like, complaining about the Smash characters. Oh, it's another sword fight. It's another anime sword fighter. I can't believe that they're doing this to us. Like, last time it was, oh, it's another Fire Emblem character. But now it's no longer a Fire Emblem character. It's actually a character from a game series that doesn't have that much rep representation in Smash Brothers. And they're like, I can't believe they're adding in another anime sword fighter to... to... It's, like, so dismissive. But, like, it happens every time there's a Nintendo Direct. And I'm always just, like, really excited because I'm like, oh, this is really cool. You know, Nintendo's doing things that they want to do, and they're making products that they want to make. And people are like, I can't believe Nintendo treats us like this. And I'm like, there's there's, there's better things to complain about Nintendo for than what they announced during their, like, directs. You know what I mean? They want to build up hype for Breath of the Wild 2. They don't want to announce a new thing at every turn. They, they use the exact same strategy with Star Fox Zero, and it almost worked out for them. They kept, they kept it very, very quiet until they had the game done. And it's like, they're starting to do that more and more because of the controversy that happened with Animal Crossing New Horizons, the controversy that happened with Breath of the Wild, the controversy that's happened with like tons of other delayed games in general. 
And so and it's so like, like, it's just so, so funny, funny to me because people are like freaking out that they're like exact vision of how these announcements go aren't how they want them to go. Like how they actually go. Like, people like, will watch, watch E3, E3 and get disappointed because, like, five new Halo games, games weren't announced. And it's like, like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's one of those situations if you're freaking Nintendo, you can never do anything right. Mm-hmm. And that's not at all your... It's, it's not at all your fault. It's the dipshits that it's just the oh, fans everything yeah, yeah. Well, it's well, like like, like before, before the direct, direct you know they announced um they announced some new games coming to the super nintendo and nes like nintendo switch online service and they put some like deep cuts on there they put like fire and ice a few other like super nintendo titles and i was like oh man i'm really excited to play these because these are like some lesser known pretty good titles especially fire and ice i it's that, that game's, game's super, super expensive, expensive in the first place. place. It's really it's hard, hard to get your hands, hands on, and it's really, really, really good. good. It's a really, really good puzzle game. And people were complaining about it because Nintendo didn't put Earthbound up. They didn't put the original Mother up. They didn't put Mother 3 up. They haven't They haven't announced a service for Game Boy Advance games. They haven't put GameCube games on it. I'm like, can you guys chill out for five freaking seconds? Like, like Nintendo's, Nintendo's not just gonna, gonna do whatever you want, want. and then I'll like say like I'll say like oh yeah I'm really excited about this, and they're like you're the reason that Nintendo is going downhill, and I'm like what are you talking about? Nintendo's succeeding. Nintendo's doing great things, and they're like you're the reason Nintendo's going downhill because you're complacent in all this, and I'm like complacent in what? Them releasing good products? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man. And there's like things to complain about Nintendo with, like they hit people with DMCA's if they ever do anything ever it's like like what the heck nintendo you know but like at the same time it's like they don't release bad products 24 7 unlike some companies yeah sorry i have a really bad cough but uh yeah man that's okay that's, that's it for the, the that's, that's, that's it for, for the real news as far as what I have. Um, are you ready? Nice. Are you ready for Tim and the conspiracy corner? So conspiracy corner is going to be very interesting today, because um, I don't really have a lot planned. Uh, but. I think the one I want to talk about today is... Oh, shoot. What was the one I was talking to you about before we started? Uh, either uh, MK, MK Ultra or um, an actual, like, funny one that wasn't really sad. Uh, oh, was it the Disney created Frozen so that people would quit? Look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Uh, Whichever one yes. you want to do. I mean, I mean, the Disney, Disney creating um, Frozen could be an MK Ultra thing. Have you ever done DMT? I haven't done DMT. No, oh, I'm. I don't. I don't think I ever will. Okay. But um. Uh, <laughs> I'm brain farting right now. I had like a whole bunch of ideas for this, but I totally forgot them on the spot. So I'm an idiot. Uh 
I don't want the dictionary, I want... Oh, uh... Yeah, I think we're just gonna have to move on, I ain't got nothing. Okay. more of just a joke I had. Okay, well, I can, I can talk about something for Conspiracy Corner. Maybe I'll talk about an actual conspiracy theory that I actually subscribe to. And what's that? JFK was shot by the CIA. Oh, yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Um, the end. Bye-bye. Um, okay. So, I guess that... Oh, we gotta look at what's trending on Twitter, and I gotta get the graphic up for that. Um... All, All right, right. What's, what's trending, trending on, on Twitter? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I want to know what's trending on Twitter. Let's see, how do I... Okay, okay what's, what's happening? happening? What be what happening, happening for you? you? Let's see. A doctored screenshot of a Ted Cruz tweet about climate change is not real, according to Politifact, Snopes, and other fact-checkers. I heard about this. This goes back to the Texas thing. Um, someone faked a screenshot, and it's really, it's really freaking obvious. So I, in high school, I did a lot of graphic design. I did a lot of advertisements for a school's drama program. And the thing that I love most about graphic design is typography. And I'm going to explain in detail, well, no, no, I don't have time to explain in detail how wrong this is, but it just takes like five seconds for you to compare the font to everything else going on on the screen to realize that that is a doctored picture. And some guy... Hey, Christian. What? Before you continue. Yeah? As someone who doesn't do uh, graphic design, and maybe it's because I'm not on Twitter a lot, I, I believe it. That's, That's the, thing. the thing. A lot, a lot of people, people believed it, it but like, like to, to me, it like bothers me so much because, because the kerning is like just off, just right enough. And the kerning is the spacing between characters. characters. If you if notice, notice, like the, the so you got like T D C R U Z. Those those letters are a lot closer to get together than like over here, like C L I. Or, or or Texas, for example, if you want to use T next to a lowercase e, the kerning is just off enough. And the font is just a little bit different, a little bit thinner, a little bit more, um, how do I say this, like a corporate uh, minimalistic art style than what Twitter actually uses. I don't know. It just looks different enough to me where I go, my brain is melting that people think this is real. But this, this guy, guy was like, like I, swear I swear this is, this is real, and then it and turned out it wasn't actually real, and everyone made fun of him, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's all that was. And so... I mean, Tejas did freeze over. Yep, they did. But the the other problem with the tweet, though, is the, the doctor tweet, is that Ted Cruz is a politician, first and foremost. He's not one of those edgy politicians, and he doesn't actively say that he does not believe climate change exists there's not there's very few politicians that actually actively say that they don't believe climate change exists so even if even if you could make it look real this isn't something ted cruz would actually say 
Um, he makes jokes sometimes, but he never, like, openly goes, I don't think climate change is real. Because he probably does believe in some semblance that climate change is real. He just doesn't climate like the solutions. Don't real. He, he just doesn't believe the solutions that are presented. I think climate change is real. And I think the solution is switching to nuclear. But nobody listens to me. Because they just bring up Fukushima, and I'm like, I mean Fukushima? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Um, they bring up they bring up Fukushima, and they bring up Chernobyl, and I always I always dismiss the Chernobyl because I'm like, I was like Manhattan Project. I was like I was like Chernobyl was like 70 years ago, like, no, yeah, whoa, it was it was a long time ago. Let's just say that it was it was during the Cold War era. It was, it was being it was, it was being, being it was, it was com being completely mismanaged. If you read anything about Chernobyl, it was being completely mismanaged. It was being plagued with tons and tons of funding issues, and that's why it melted down. Then they go, yeah, but what about Fukushima? The Japanese know how to manage stuff, right? And I'm like, well, first of all, the assumption that Asians are better at managing stuff is kind of not a kind of kind of problematic. But besides that. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about Fukushima. Fukushima. When, when I, I say, say let's, let's switch, switch to nuclear, nuclear I'm, not I'm not talking about, about taking, like, tsunami-ridden locations and just placing nuclear power plants on them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the Japanese could have done... They, there was nothing they could do about a tsunami just coming up and giving their nuclear power plant a vibe check. You know? And so, like, there's nothing they could do about it. People go, yeah, but, like, when that happened, like, it ruined the water. And I'm like... Like, like that's, that's the, the other, other thing. thing the radioactivity, radioactivity level levels in the water in that bay where it spilled where everything where everything you know got all ruined is about the same as like the rest of the ocean right now it didn't get that bad you know what i mean and that's so that is a testament to how well the team running that plant ran it but anyways what were you saying? so a lot of people talk about how the so for for those of you who don't know i I'm a salmon fishing guide in Alaska. And so I know a lot about fish. And one of the things everyone was talking about was, even before I go into that, something you should know, the salmon you get in Alaska goes over to Japan. Mm -hmm. Like, that's their route. They go to Japan and then come back. It takes them five years to do so. Mm -hmm. So those fish that, how long, how long ago was Fukushima? Years ago, I just I, I just remember um, I dated somebody and their mother took us out for sushi and I was like yeah I love raw salmon and I love raw tuna and they're like you're gonna get cancer if you keep on eating that because Fukushima and I was like uh, so there's one cancer death attributed to radio radio um, radiation okay so that's actually for how bad that was. That's really good. That's really, 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 really good. Like I said, like I'm not, I'm not saying you know Asians are automatically good at managing things because that's a little bit of a problematic statement. But it is a testament to how well Fukushima was run. So this happened in 2011. So that means 2016, the fish coming back from 2016 all the way up to 2020, because some of those fish spent eight years out in the ocean. Would have if it was as bad as people are saying, they would have been coming back extremely radioactive. But and I heard, you know, there was some talks about the fish in British Columbia coming back and being all fucked up. But 
they were few and far between and it almost felt like a fear-mongering sort of deal it really it was, was there wasn't enough there wasn't enough numbers to really support what they were saying it really it, it really really is like the whole the whole thing with fukushima genuinely like the whole thing with fukushima is a propaganda campaign by some people that may or may not be connected with big oil i we're going back into conspiracy quarter territory but it's true like it's literally true from the very beginning anti-nuclear like anti-nuclear power activists have always been funded by big oil oh that's what i was going to talk about a conspiracy corner big oil the hydrogen engine <gasps> there's a car that runs on water man there actually was like in the 70s a man created an engine that you put water into the fuel tank and it would split the hydrogen from the oxygen and run off the hydrogen however ford wanted <laughs> ford wanted the patent for it and the guy was like no because you're just gonna like hold on to it and then never do anything with it because oil so they killed him mm -hmm. he, yeah he got dead he got, he got done, done dead, dead and he, he literally, literally said, said they're coming after, after me. me and then and he, he just, just like disappeared, disappeared and, died. and died yeah so that's awesome so moral of the story if you make a hydrogen engine just like be really quiet about it and then talk to elon muscatorius don't talk to anybody else. Just talk to Elon Muskrat over there at Tesla and like get him to do the thing for it. And then boom, there you go. Cars that run on water. Talk to the Musk man. Yeah. Not Alex Jones with uh, socks on his ears. Not him. Well, there. So with the water thing, they're putting chemicals in the water to turn friggin' frogs gay. Talk to the Musk man, baby. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He done got dead. He done got dead. Um, the actual guy that invented the hydrogen engine. Let me actually look him up really quick, cause, um, cause it's interesting. There's actually a French company that's working on it, but they have to do it from scratch, um, cause they can't find the plans for the original back from the seventies. Hold on, what's this? Welcome to Hectina. Distributed green energy systems that produce and store up and supply energy. They're actually there's a there's people in Nevada that are creating hydrogen engines to like electricity. That's great. Hydrogen it's engine. like it's like totally clean energy too, because it just puts the oxygen back into the air. Yeah, that's the only exhaust is... Oh, Stanley Mayer. Stanley Mayer right here. Looks like a perfectly good guy, you know? He's got those He's got those pedal glasses, but everyone did back then. Um, Where are you seeing a picture of this guy? On the stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's him. Um, cool dude, you know, invented the water car. Um, mm -hmm. Very neat guy, and Ford, Ford killed him. So we, we don't, don't like Ford. Ford. Hashtag, you know, we're you know we shift every other day between Chapo Trap House and whatever right wing uh, podcast is Glenn Beck. Every other minute, 
when it comes to our politics. So, uh, yeah, you never know if we're left or right. So we're just politically ambidextrous. Mayor's death. Stanley Mayer died suddenly on March 20th, 1998, while dining at a restaurant. His brother claimed that during a meeting with him, with two Belgian investors in a restaurant, Mayer suddenly ran outside saying, they poisoned me. After an investigation, the Grove City Police went with the Franklin County coroner, reported that coroner reported that ruled that, whoa, awesome, uh, awesome grammar there, uh, Wikipedia, that Mayer, who had high blood pressure, died of a cerebral aneurysm. Some of Mayer's supporters believe that he was assassinated to suppress his inventions. Felipe Van de Moortele, one of the Belgian investors, stated that he had be- been supporting Mayer financially for sev- several years and considered him a personal friend and that he has no clue where the rumors come from. It's hmm. Felipe. Felipe poisoned him. Felipe is the assassin. And Felipe put the chemicals in the water to turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, yeah. So anyways, moving on with uh, what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> One sec, I got a notification. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, there's a squirrel movie coming from Disney. Who cares about that? Metallica? Metallica performed at a Twitch thing. The official Twitch gaming channel cut off the live Metallica concert to play 8-bit folk music to avoid a DMCA strike. (laughs) What? I'm gonna need you to uh, run that back for me one more time. this real quick oh my gosh this is officially insane that is crazy (laughs) oh man what that's the current state twitch the official twitch gaming channel cut off the live metallica concert uh, but it's a live concert. How would they get DMCA'd if they're if it's a live concert? Dude, those I bots, those, those bots, bots are freaking insane, dude. Those bots are well, seriously crazy. I think those bots need to get dead. Yeah, they do. Okay, uh, let's move on. Cog, uh, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Kagua, Kagua Sama, Love on War is winning best comedy. Oh, it's an anime. Okay. They won Best Comedy. Good for them. Well, obviously that's because nobody's seen Ghost Stories. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fun facts. That is, if you can get your hands on Ghost Stories, I suggest watching it. The The full series on DVD on eBay is like 30 bucks, 25 sometimes, depending on where you look. That's not bad. It's freaking hilarious. Christian and I have watched a couple episodes ourselves, and it's funny. It's the great. Dub. The dub. The dub is so perfect. The dub is so perfect in every way. Mortals knows what's up. Free. Oh. 
Excuse me. It's, it's free, free on, on Crunchyroll now. now. Okay. Excuse me. Well, this episode is brought to you by Crunchyroll. Not really, no, because we're not, not sponsored. sponsored. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, free on Crunchyroll. Sponsorship here, boys. Use code bitch. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I love that emote. Okay. Uh, next up on trending on Twitter, Kim Kardashian West has filed for divorce. I was actually going to put this as a headliner, and I forgot. This is a big deal to me. I feel really bad about this. Gay pajamas. <laughs> Code gay pajamas. Yes. Yes. These pajamas are gay. I wish I hadn't replaced that. I, I wish I hadn't replaced that. That that uh, uh frick that um that clip that I have lo- that I had loaded up last week. Goodness. Oh, that was good. But yeah, Kim K fi- filed for divorce. I, I know Tim's not a uh, fan of Kanye. I am. I mean, did did anybody not see this coming a mile away? I kind of had it in the back of my mind. But there was always rumors of it happening. And then, like, I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, go to, go to, go to KanyeWest.com. Use code GayPajamas. Or, sorry, um, use code BleachedAsshole. Um... <laughs> To get 50% off uh, a copy of Kim K's divorce papers. Um, I shouldn't I shouldn't be making jokes like that. I actually kind of feel bad for Kanye. I don't feel bad for Kim. Because you know, she's probably just leaving him because, like, the money's drying up. But So here's, this is one of those things, you know. It started way back when David Dobrik and Liza, what's, it, what's her name, broke up on YouTube. Uh-huh. You remember this? And yeah. they had their whole breakup video. Uh-huh. This is just the magnum opus, like the top, like creme de la creme of the YouTube couple breakups. Because once the ad revenue started drying up, once the views started drying up, they knew they needed something to get that 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 sweet sweet YouTube money. Mm-hmm. Kim K knew she needed something to get that sweet sweet Twitter money. So what does she do? File for divorce. Because now her name's going to get back out there and all these coomers are going to be like, oh my god, Kim K's single, and think they have a chance with her. Her DMs are going to blow up again. Mm-hmm. So, love that. She's going she's gonna to get hit up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next up. She's going to uh, get those 1am uh, what you doing texts. Yeah. So, the thing reloaded, so we're getting some more uh, stories. Marilyn Manson. Oh, it's a follow-up from last week. Marilyn Manson, target a criminal domestic abuse investigation. Cool. Good. Arrest him. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, the only thing I know about Marilyn Manson is that he removed his lower two ribs to suck his own dick. So. To, 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 touch, that. to touch his own pee-pee with his mouth. But mm-hmm. also so that you can more effectively uh, say it. do horrible things to people within his family, also known as domestic abuse. And that's the topic of today's discussion. He's a horrible person. Arrest that man. I mean, this is not a joke. I mean, yeah. I want to see him get beat up in prison. Um, Most of those emos were so. you know you know what you know what you know what would be good good content on youtube 
Huh. Or you get to watch uh, pedophiles and domestic abusers get beat up in prison. Because you know what happens. You know there's... No, here's the deal. You put them on Epstein's Island, and then you take illegal illegal aliens. You put them on that island. And if they kill a predator, they get their citizenship. We call it alien versus predator. What the hell? Not original content. I saw I, that on the meme once. I was just discussing, I was just like thinking, like, you know, these prison guys, these prison runners, you know, they love to get free labor from their people, you know? Why not Why not get some, like, free content? You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're like, oh, man, we're getting a new pedophile in today. This dude, like, you know, molested, like, five kids, and he, like, says it over the loudspeakers, and you have, like, 15 ex-cons, this guy that, like, murdered a dude, like, seven gang members, like, all these dudes just surround him, and you just have, you have white supremacists, uh, African-American convicts, every, every, every race, every, 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 like, every walk of life surrounding this pedophile and just beating the ever-loving crap out of him. And they got to film this in 4K, 60 FPS at like seven different angles. And they could sell it on Blu-ray for like $30 a video for all I care. I would love to watch a video of a pedo getting beat half to death. See, here's the problem, Christian. They put the pedophiles in the same prison as the people who do white-collar crimes. Yeah, the the white-collar crimes can beat them up, dude. They're, They're not going to. They're under like high security so that they don't get beat up which is bullshit to me now put them in with the murderers put them in with the murderers you know they shouldn't be putting them in with the with the, the white collar crime dudes oh or one of those speaking of crime did you see all the videos like talking about how once uh like covid restrictions were kind of easing up that uh trump gave the go ahead to do uh executions and how everyone was like defending a man who actually burned four people alive in a car just because trump signed off to start executions again uh i think i heard of something about this they were literally like defending a murderer yeah he pled guilty if i'm not mistaken yeah, it was sentenced to death years before uh, Orange Man Bad was in office. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh no, Trump's doing it, so it must be bad." So dumb. It was so it dumb. Must be, yes. I was like, mm. I'm not. I'm not a supporter. Of the, I'm just gonna disclose here. I'm not a supporter of the death penalty. I'm kind of on the fence about it. But at the same time, it's just so funny to me that people tried to pin absolutely everything as a as a certain president's fault. It happened during the Obama era, it happened during the Bush era, it happened during the Clinton era. I'm like, dude, let's calm down. They're all terrible. They're all they're all trash. They're all literal garbage. They're all to be a terrible human being to get to the presidency. That's true. Like all of their policies are excrement. Like it's just it's just how it is. You know? It's just unfair. We can't sit here and be like, oh, man, Biden is so much worse than Trump. I'm like, no, they're just as bad as each other. Don't kid yourself. But, uh, yeah. It just works in different ways. That's what made me really annoyed at liberals for the last two years, and I'm still annoyed at liberals because they're 
not cyberbullying Biden like they said they would, and I'm horribly disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what else is interesting that's happening? There's not really a lot happening this week on Twitter. I don't know. It's like I'm getting a lot of Utah-specific stuff. Uh, I guess some guy posted a picture of an Arby's like meat mountain sandwich, and it looks absolutely disgusting. Nah, it's Arby's. It has to be great. And so, um, I guess people are talking about it, how it sucks. I don't know. Oh, boy. That's that's pornography. Okay. Um, okay. Twitter's an interesting place where people will be like, I'm going to meme today by posting a screenshot from rape porn and put emojis all over it oh boy yeah 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 yeah. all right changing gears a little bit here go to fast food restaurant go to order no i'm gonna name a restaurant okay what's your go-to order uh arby's oh uh that that one's easy the greek Greek gyro meal Mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes some chicken tenders if i'm feeling fat that day damn um uh mcdonald's uh used to be quarter pounder with uh double quarter pounder with cheese meal uh recently it's been the big mac but recently uh utah mcdonald's has sucked when i was in korea it was always the big mac though nice uh subway subway uh spicy italian on italian herbs and cheese uh pepper jack cheese toasted I put like jalapenos, banana peppers, and lettuce on there. I was with you till the veggies, but same thing. Um, tuna. Ugh. Um, I, I don't think. Did I say tuna by accident? No. Uh, Captain Megal said tuna. Oh, dude. When I was a kid, now this is a this is a little cringe, cringe, uh, cringe time with Moon. Uh, cringe, cringe memories. Uh, when, when I was, I was a kid, kid I, was I was obsessed with this one sandwich I'd get at Subway every single time. time. It was tuna, pepperoni, pepper jack cheese on Italian herbs and cheese toasted with, like, jalapenos or whatever. But tuna and pepperoni. I always got the weirdest looks for that. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. No, it was cringe as hell. But... <laughs> yeah, that uh, face about sums, sums it up. Now, now that I look, look back, back on it, I'm like, like that, that was gross. But um... all right, now for the last one, restaurant of your choice. Remember when they had shredded carrot? They did. They did. Man, yeah, I'd put shredded, shredded carrot, carrot on everything if they had that. I love shredded. I love carrots. Uh, all right, so last one is a restaurant of your choice. What's your go-to? meal um since i'm a hipster who lived in korea for two years um i'm gonna go with a korean uh, a korean specific fast food restaurant called mom's touch um it was kind of like the popeyes of korea they they or chick-fil-a of korea is a better comparison they made these chicken burgers they made fried chicken uh, they, they, they made really good food and my go-to meal was always, um, we'd always carry water bottles with us. I'd carry actually corn silk tea with me. 
and um, we'd walk in the restaurant. We never order a drink. We never order a side. But I'd always get, um, I'd always get either a thigh burger, or I'd get um, like this thing called like the double cheeseburger or something like that. And it was a chicken burger that like the chicken was just like freaking slathered in nacho cheese, and it had like the regular vegetables and stuff like that. And it was so so good. And, like, like the, the, the chicken is breaded super well because over in Korea, Korea they actually know how to fry chicken, unlike most places, places here in America. America. And, and it was, was oh, just legendary. What's your meme of choice? All right. So Arby's, it's going to be the Smokehouse, which has uh, chicken patty, bacon. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's roast beef and then something else on it with a really good barbecue sauce. I'm getting that with an order of Ma's sticks. Got to go with the curly fries and a Dr. Pepper. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, a McDonald's, obviously, 20 chicken nuggets. That's just, that's uh, how it goes. You, you can't go wrong. Chicken nuggies. Uh, Hell yeah. Nuggies for the win. Subway, I'm going wheat, uh, steak and cheese, pepper jack cheese toasted, and then I'm going olives, uh, honey mustard, mayonnaise, and a little bit of salva chipotle. Oh, I always put a uh, balsamic vinegar on my on my sandwich at Subway. I forgot about that part. And then for my Mima choice, I'm going to Lonnie's Lunch Wagon in Independence, Oregon, and I'm getting the Hurricane Katsu because it is just the fucking best thing in the world. Ah, oh, hell it's yeah. Good. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And it's, our, uh... it's chicken katsu with the katsu sauce on top, and then some kind of spicy mayo, and it's really, really, really good. And mm. they put it on, so they put it with some rice, and oh my lord, the Hawaiian mac salad. Dude, you can't go wrong with mac salad. You can't. Yeah. I've had mac salad from five different Hawaiian restaurants. Even like Hawaiian time, which is like the Taco Bell of Hawaiian food, they can't even get it wrong. Have you ever had Mobetas? Is that just a Utah thing? That might just be a Utah thing. Uh, they're they're really good Hawaiian food. They make really good macaroni salad. Dude, Mac salad is just the bomb. It is the best thing in the world. It's like they probably put cocaine in it because it's that good. That's true. Just kidding. I know they don't. Yeah. I know the guys who work there. They would never do that. The chat has said Yoshinoya beef bowl, and they like coleslaw. Who hurt you? What's what? What is Yoshinoya beef bowl? No, someone explain to me. The coleslaw. The coleslaw. Coleslaw's fine. What are you going on about? Oh my god, I hate coleslaw so much. Who hurt you? You don't like coleslaw? No, it's so bad. And you have friends from Texas, and you're not willing to eat coleslaw. Oh god no. But their brisket though, god damn. Dude, dude, dude coleslaw. Oh, give me some brisket. Coleslaw? Ooh, it's a drive through Japanese bento place in California. Hot. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check that out when I'm in California. I don't know if I'll ever go to California. I may go somewhere. Someday. At least not the southern part. Someday. One of my favorite Japanese restaurants ever in um, Korea was Tokyo Steak. They made the best. They made the best ramen like, ever. 
They made, they made such, such good, good miso ramen, and, and then, like, like their, their steak, steak was also super good, but it was also, like, $30. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't get it too often. It was really expensive, but, man, I love that place. All right, here's another one. If you're having steak, what cut and how are you making it? What cut? Wait, you should would, know what would, cut of beef would, you get for steak. Would, 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 the Japanese one count? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I would say, I would say prime rib. Really? I really, I really like, like prime, prime rib, rib a lot. I've had a lot of bad experiences with prime rib. I've, I've never, never once had a bad experience with prime rib. None of it has to do with the prime rib or how it was cooked. It was just how much I ate, and I'm a dumbass. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just really easy to make it really tender, and I, I don't know. I'm always partial to rib meat on animals. I'm obsessed with chicken. I, I, love I love chicken ribs, ribs Korean style chicken ribs. Just like, hit me up with some of that. Like, Freaking best that thing ever. Ribs. It, it's, it's what they call it over there in Korea. But like, like in all honesty, you can take any bit of chicken meat and just throw it onto the pan with the with the marinade, and it tastes exactly the same. But well, I've, I kind of figured chicken ribs um, is so good. So for me, I'm going with ribeye with Montreal. Ooh, ribeye with Montreal seasoning and sauteed caramelized onions on top. Nice. Ribeyes are good, but you know, if I'm doing my my favorite, I don't know, man. It's kind of tied between a New York or a T-bone. New I'll York's some good. T-bone. I like New York. New York's good, but I'd I'd have to go with uh, T-bone. I'm stabbing it like forty times, and then dumping soy sauce over it, just letting that letting it marinate for like a good. Four hours. I know a lot of people that do that, and I've never been a fan of it. I think it's too salty. Well, that's why you use the low sodium. Oh, that makes sense. My brother did it once, and I was like, this is really salty. They're like, we don't like steak until we do it like we didn't. We never liked steak until we did it like this. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> if, you use, if you use low sodium soy sauce, and then you use, like, um, Lowry's, but you get the saltless steak seasoning, mm-hmm. you put some of that, oh, my God, you put it four minutes... On each side, flip twice, grill marks, bud. Mm-hmm. Comes out medium rare. Holy shit. It might just be because most of the food I'm eating over the summer is shitty because I'm having to make it myself with a toaster toaster oven, air fryer, and a microwave. <laughs> but, but, dude, like, Friday nights when we all get together and we grill up, oh my lord, it's so good. It's so good. It's my favorite. Um, one. If you're grilling, clearly you are. <laughs> Here's another good one. <laughs> yep, yep, this, this is, is this this, this image, image is Tim. Tim. <laughs> uh, yep. Dude, they make them where they're actually like fucking ovens now. I know. I need, I need to get I'm one. I'm gonna get one because that takes like five of my appliances down to one, so I save a bunch of space. And when you're tiny living like I am in the summer. When you have an 8x8 eight eight cabin, and that's, like, it for all your shit, your bed, your fishing gear, your clothes, and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, Dinosaur, Dinosaur chicken nuggets? Uh, yes. Perfect. But, so what Captain Miggles is uh, referring to, uh, you're going to have 
Megals, you're gonna have to type in chat what year it was because I don't remember. It was like twenty. Was it spring 2019? I think it was. But I played rugby, and I like my knee just decided to go fuck you and just blew up. Mm -hmm. ACL meniscus done. The problem is I live an hour away from campus, and you kind of need your right leg to drive. And they said no driving, so I'm like, well, shit. Looks like I'm living in the dorm. So Megals lived like two dorm rooms down from me. And I would make chicken nuggets like two or three times a week, if not more, <laughs> in my air fryer. So I guess I made the whole dorm floors. Yeah, it was spring, 20, spring 19, yeah. I remember this because we would we talk, talk to you and you're like, like, yeah, I kind of ruined my knee. <laughs> so I can't do anything. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't move. It was kind of nice, though, because I did it like right as March Madness was happening. And the only time I can watch basketball is March Madness. So like, I was just chilling. And watching March Madness while I did homework because there was nothing else I could do. That's, That's nice. nice. But, yeah. Anyways, if you're grilling, charcoal or gas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the way. No, which one? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. All the way. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I don't know if there are any other options to grill. Um, it really depends. It, it really, it really depends. I find, I find, so my, my, my apartment building is like hooked up. We have two propane grills like on, in this like social area. Really, really, really nice. Have like all these cool features. I love using them. But here's the thing about grilling on charcoal. It adds just that little hint of flavor that just just adds to it. And if you know how to keep your seasoning subtle enough, it really complements it. You know what I mean? Like I, So I lived in Korea for two years, and in Korea, when you go to do Korean barbecue, um, most of the places have like those electric griddles. So a lot of meat that we ate were on those. But in the rare occasions where you spent a lot of money, they would pull out hot hot charcoal and put it in a container right under the table and you would be grilling your food right like right there over charcoal and it really it really does add something even with the really strong flavors that you get with korean barbecue and oh my gosh charcoal's great so i prefer charcoal when i have my own house i'm gonna have a charcoal grill but i know that propane is like a little bit better for the environment and a little bit cleaner and a little bit healthier but who cares about health when things can taste good, you know? I mean, you definitely get uh, some taste benefits with propane, or I should say taste um, non-benefits because you taste the propane in your meat. And it's fucking gross. Yeah. yeah. But That is nah. if you're not careful. That, that is if you lay the meat down in then light. You're supposed to light before you lay the meat down. But um, now in the summer... I just get a big bag of lump hot hickory charcoal mm. and one bag will last me an entire summer mm. and it's so good because we just have those little clamshell grills and it's so great. So great. I love it. I feel, I feel like, like charcoal, charcoal might, might actually, actually be better, better for the environment, environment since it's based, based off, off of wood. wood. It absolutely is. Some, Some people, people have, have said, said that propane, propane just burns, burns cleaner, cleaner, but at, at the, the same, same time, time, I'm like, charcoal, charcoal is wood. wood. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no, no reason, reason that, that there, there should be a problem, problem with using charcoal. charcoal. So there, I, there, there, like, if you're trying to say that using propane is better for the environment than charcoal, then clearly you've never been to a bonfire. 
yeah probably i think i think especially super dry wood mm -hmm. and it's really hot there's almost no smoke mm. but you want, you want that, that smoke. smoke it's not like smoke's bad for the environment either it's not like smoke's bad for the environment either if it burns if it if it comes out white it's fine you know yeah if it's like black and gross then yeah you're doing, doing something, something wrong, wrong. <laughs> get a get new, new muffler, muffler. <laughs> get a get new, new exhaust. exhaust change your oil or, or take the tire out of the campfire yeah, yeah do that, do that. Um, um all right which did you know that if you need to make a signal fire uh, if you if you need to make like a signal fire to signal like where you're at and like you're stranded if you light a tire on fire it'll burn for a really long, really long time. time and just the thickest black smoke <laughs> you can see it from miles away epic also apparently and i don't know this so definitely don't try this and we are not held legally liable if you do try this but if you're in a survival situation where it is life and death and start a forest fire to alert someone to your location you cannot uh you won't go to jail for it seriously, seriously? I heard this like back in middle school, so there is a solid chance it's wrong. I'm gonna go get stranded on purpose. I mean, what? I heard. I'm gonna go get stranded in California on purpose. I forgot. Oh, I forgot how to. I forgot how I um how I season my steaks. How I season my meat in general. Um, I'm a big. Megal said it's it's a boy. Um, it's too funny. Oh man. And it was when Darth Vader does a gender reveal and he blows up Alderaan. Uh, I wish I somebody wish back, back then would photo... photo. Like, I, I wish, wish back when that was, like, a big meme, like, like somebody would have, like, taken the forest fires and photoshopped the fires to be blue or pink. <laughs> I bet someone did. Oh, man, that'd be funny. Um... But yeah, I season my steak and actually my hamburgers, too, the same way. Um, I use a little bit of garlic. I use a little bit of salt. I keep it really, really subtle. I use a little bit of garlic, a little bit of Mediterranean sea salt specifically. And sometimes... You need the GSP. You have to have GSP. Sometimes I throw in Himalayan pink salt instead, which is Because you're a fancy cuck. Because I'm fancy and it tastes really good. And, and I throw in either... I, I throw in basil, parsley, and sometimes sage, which is kind of a crazy mix but it works and it's really good don't need no steak sauce you make it juicy enough it'll be just fine oh it tastes so good but anyways sounds like it yeah it's good it's that's how i season my hamburgers too those taste like fire but anyways um seasons market and get the like they'll they'll cut wagyu in store, mm. and the scraps that they cut off it they'll turn into um, hamburger meat, mm. and I'll get that. And sometimes they'll uh. even roll the outside of it in their like, they call them pub burgers. Uh. Stop it. Little little, little sliders? sliders. No, they're like fucking huge. Oh, they're huge. They're like, uh, probably an inch thick. With a diameter of like six inches. Oh wow! Like there's some there's some big beefy burgers. They sound big like, beefy burger boys. They sound, they sound like, like big, big beefy burger, burger boys. Hashtag 
Hashtag big beefy burger boys. Hashtag big beefy burger boys. That's that's our new name for our viewers. Big 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 beefy burger boys. Hashtag big oh. beefy burger boys. Me to it. That's because you have fingers and I don't. It's because I have a mechanical keyboard. I also have a mechanical keyboard, but uh, when your fingers are short and you can't reach the keys. True. True that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With his nubs. The nubs. So then it's nubbing. You and I two here that get that reference. We'll never get that reference. Well, I think we've effectively moved into the general discussion at this point. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm gonna take out what the... did you have in mind for our general discussion? Uh, I need to turn off the news thing. There we go. Um, okay. So I want to first talk about... Uh, last week we talked about anime. This week I want to talk about... I, I wrote a blog post a while ago about why I f***ing hate video games. Because this is what it does. It appeals like the male <laughs> fantasy. I want to talk about video games. This is a clip of me giving a sparkly embroidered shirt that has like lips on it to the man, the manliest character I could think of in the entire village. He wears it immediately. It was the funniest thing to me. It's like lips. It's like sparkly lips. I'm just an idiot, or I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Um, Yas Queen. Yeah, um, video games totally appeal to the male fantasy. Uh, we need to cancel all video games, right? Hashtag, no. hashtag cancel all video games. Emulate all, all video games. It's always morally correct. For legal purposes, I did not just say that. For legal purposes, we didn't just say that, but... At the same time, if it's EA, who really cares? Yo, do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate for legal reasons. I can't actually say that I'm telling people to pirate stuff. What? Here's, here's, a, here's a question. If you, when the game came out, you bought it, and you have the physical copy of it, but your console doesn't work anymore, is it still, do you think legally incorrect to, to emulate that same game onto your computer if you have the physical copy no that's like the literal exception that's why like a lot of that's why like a lot of these websites still technically exist because you can legally have the rom there's nothing wrong with you having the rom because um like physical copies of games don't work like they do now nowadays when you buy a physical copy of the game you're technically buying a license to have the game on that console. But back mm -hmm. in the day, when you bought a piece of software on disc, on cartridge, on cassette tape, believe it or not, on floppy disk, you technically owned the personal rights to that software to have on whatever machine you want. And so, like, since I own Wipeout 64 for the Nintendo 64, I can download any emulators. I can download any ROMs I want of that game legally. I can I can pull ROMs off of that. I can modify the ROMs. I can modify the cartridge. All this stuff. And so, 
so people kind of go off about how like you know oh like emulation all this stuff is illegal and it's like no emulation itself is not inherently illegal because emulation isn't actually violating any patents they're not violating any software patents they're not violating any hardware patents because they're totally original software and so they're not making money off it yeah they're not making money off of it but the more important thing is that they're not violating anything they're not violating copyrights they're not violating patents uh nothing with emulation is wrong until it gets into piracy territory that's when it starts to get into a legal gray area but in a lot of ways you can look at a lot of things as if they're abandonware if a company like ljn isn't you know, coming out with a, with like a with like a switch with a switch cartridge with all their wrestling games from the 1980s on a collection. Um, you can probably consider those wrestling games from the 1980s abandonware, and abandonware is what's really in the in the legal gray area. But anyways, that's beside the point. So, at what point would you say a game becomes abandonware? I'd say as soon as a company. As soon as uh, avenues to buy the game, in my opinion, this is a moral. This I'm not a lawyer. I don't know anything about the law of it, but mostly because I don't respect the law that much um, as an anarchist. But um, <laughs> but like so, abandonware for me becomes abandonware at the point where my ability to support the original creators by buying the software itself ends. So when I can't go into a store and buy a certain game, when I can't go onto the online store and buy a game, I can't go to GameStop.com and buy the game, I can't go to Amazon and buy the game brand new. Once you stop being able to buy the game brand new and the company refuses to sell it through any other means, that's that and they don't update the software, they don't support the software anymore, they don't have customer support for said software, that's when it becomes abandonware. I was actually going to say, for me personally, it's when the game is no longer supported. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the literal legal definition. But for me, if if you can't if you can't buy it in a way that the money goes to the creators, like if you have to buy it used, it's abandonware. And for legal reasons, I'm not encouraging people to pirate. But that for me is actually when piracy becomes okay, where you have to buy something used on eBay in order to get it legally. At that point, like, I don't see anything actually morally wrong with pirating said content. But at the same time, at the same time, I understand that piracy can hurt artists and stuff like that. But that's just like that's the point where I go, okay, it's it's okay to torrent this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like for me, I'm doing a video series where I don't have any legitimate access to these games, mm-hmm. but I need game footage, and I don't want to like just go onto youtube and download someone else's game footage Mm -hmm. so i emulated it and i feel like i'm in the right here because if ea still sold nhl 94 i would go buy it but they don't they literally don't it's pretty pretty much much abandonware it's absolutely it's abandonware and so yeah yeah, it's in a it's in a legal gray area area, but um in my my opinion, opinion If you're if you're if you're emulating games, I really really wouldn't be that concerned about uh, the feds breaking into your house and trying to shoot your dog or whatever. So I'm just saying the ATF. That's right. But like, anyways, jokes because I took a coyote and had it taxidermied and filled it with fucking C4. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> not how C4 works at all. Oh, no, you're supposed to fill it with Tannerite and name it Tanner the Coyote. Tannerite, right. Tanner's so a good boy. So they come in and shoot my dog. Tanner's so a good they come boy. In and sh mm -hmm. So when they come in to shoot my dog, they just blow themselves sky high while I'm in the tree line. Just aimed with my absolutely illegal belt-fed rifle. We're gonna we're gonna get put on the no-fly list for this. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have a tree line at my house, and the feds can see that, so they're like, "Oh, he's he's just joking. He's just messing around." Yeah, we're talking about doing all it's, this it's, in a video game. Remember, guys, this is the topic of discussion. It's also highly illegal to get uh, tannerite in Oregon, so is there's it? no possible way I could get it. You can get tannerite in Alaska, like in really small amounts. You absolutely can. That, that, was, that stuff is fun to shoot. So I, oh, I, dude. I love target shooting to death, and I want to get back into it. But like, man, it was so fun to take an AR-15 and have tannerite like 30 feet away, 100 feet away, probably further than that. Not 30. I don't want to die. Um... And just like trying to shoot this tiny little canister, this little plastic canister of tannerite. We were trying so flipping hard and none of us could shoot it. And finally, I just like, we just line up the shot and then we just see this big explosion of gravel and dirt just go everywhere. And it was the coolest thing. Oh man, good times. Good times. I miss it. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I miss Back to video games, by the way. Yeah, back to um, video games. Speaking of shooting things, uh, I've been playing some Doom recently. Yeah. It's been pretty fun. What have you, what have you been playing? Uh, let me go to my previously played list, because I have that. Uh, Burnout 3, which I missed. But the game that I've recently got back into that I have been looking for scouring the internet for years for years SSX Tricky yeah I was like a huge part of my childhood my dude that SSX SSX 3 SSX on tour Dude, all of them. I was so happy to find it. Uh, it just, it was, like, I actually almost cried. Like, I'm not playing right now. I, I almost cried Tears of Joy. Hell yeah. Dude, SSX, SSX Tricky is great. Such a good game. Um, Such an incredible game. The, like I said, the NHL games that I need for a video I'm making, I've been playing those a little bit. Okay. Uh... Which that video should be coming out sometime next week? Question mark. Not sure yet. Mm. Well, you know, um, it, it maybe maybe it'll never come out. I don't know. Who knows? Where's who knows? Where's my other one? Um, Medal of Honor. Medal I got back into that one. Medal of Honor. I I really like Medal of Honor Airborne. When I was a kid. I have the I have the original one for the PlayStation Three. Oh. It's another one that I bought, but I don't have access to anymore, so I... Uh, well, that's, the, that's actually the reboot. That's the reboot of the series. The one when they're in Afghanistan? Yeah. The OG Medal of Honor is about World War II. Yeah. And that was actually part of it when 
you got it. You got that as well. Oh, oh really? I think it's only like the first two levels of it, but yeah. Maybe I need to pick up Medal of Honor for the PlayStation 3, huh? It's, I mean, the PlayStation 3 was my most absolute favorite console in the world. And I own and that. It will forever be. I own my that exact console. I have that exact console right here. You bastard. I, I jailbroke it and I put some PlayStation 2 games on it. There you go. It was great. It was, it Why was didn't you just get the one that's backwards compatible? They made that. Because they're like worth like $300 now. Oh, shit. They're so, they inflated in price so hard. Oh, man. Because they're backwards sense. compatible, but also they're really, they're really prone to uh, like overheating. And so I was like, I'll stick with the Slim. It can play my PlayStation 1 games, and I recently got a PS2, so things are good. Let me look up, because I'm curious now. You got you got me stinking. Mm. I just I haven't looked at PlayStation One games in forever, and I want to see which ones I remember. Harry so Potter. I got a list here. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Actually, I've been thinking about getting um, for PlayStation. I think it was three. Oh, I have uh. I have a list of all the games ever made on any PlayStation mm. console. Mm. I've been thinking about getting the Lego Star Wars Complete Saga. That, that is a great game. game. That, that is, is very fun. And I think I'm going to have a stream where I... Play a stream series where I just play through... You know what? I've, I've been, been thinking, thinking about, about that, that too. I wonder how we could... We, we probably can't do it together. I, there, there are, are ways where we can do multiplayer online through an emulator, but I think Star Wars The Complete Saga actually has a PC version. Does it? Alright, let's go to Steam real quick. Because if it's on Steam, I'd do that. Yep, it's on PC. It might be abandonware, though. Let's see. Um... Oh, 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 oh. oh, here it is on Steam. There you go. Is there Star Wars? It's only single player. Oh, and it's twenty bucks still. What the heck? Yeah. How long ago did this come out? Forever, like ten ever ago. Two thousand and nine, and they still have it at twenty bucks. That's bullshit. The real thief here is Steam. 10 best emulators to play. There's a uh, RetroArch, Nox Player, Blue, Blue Stacks. What the hell? CMU oh, um, Mame. One sec. I have uh, RPCS3. Parsec. That's what? Parsec. Parsec? Parsec. 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 H-A-R? P-A-R-S-E-C allows us to play... Um, Multiplayer games online with each other, but like. Uh, P A R C E what? P A R S E C dot app. Although I'm gonna see if it does work. If it creates netplay. What? Features. Fine tune for gaming. Play together. Find something new. 
multi-platform as social as you want download parsec parsec dolphin emulator <laughs> because if we could figure out how to do this it'd be a great little um yeah, if yeah, we can we get can it working with Dolphin Emulator, that would be a super fun team stream. Dolphin Emulator? It's an emulator that can play, like, Wii and GameCube games. <gasps> Dude! We can, oh my gosh. We can play, like, the OG LEGO Star Wars and then play LEGO Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, in another, in another stream. Oh, Christian. What? I appreciate you, because I was actually trying to find something so that I could play... Um, uh, NHL Slapshot 09, which only came out on the Wii. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, there's the Dolphin Emulator. Because that game is just, I mean, it, it's a wild time. It, it, it definitely, definitely is, is a wild, wild time. time. Did you even play it? Uh, no. That's what I thought. <laughs> Here, I'm going to let you do the Dolphin Emulator first, just to make sure my computer doesn't get STDs. I already I have the Dolphin Dolph Emulator on my computer. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's yeah, all the games game we've, we've been, been playing. playing. I've, mm -hmm. I've been playing a lot, a lot of shooty shoot, shoot games. games. A lot of Fork Knife. A lot of Fork Knife. I'm just kidding, a lot of Battlefront. Yeah, yeah tons, tons of Battlefront. Battlefront. Okay. Oh, wait. Do you have golf with friends? Golf with your friends? I might. Because that one's pretty fun. Mm. No, oh, Jesus. Well, I think it's Here, time. God, you will have to beg for my forgiveness, Jesus Christ. I think it's time we move on to our second discussion that you suggested. Red rooms. Red rooms. Oh my gosh. That's what the red picture. Rooms. That's what the picture is in reference to because this picture is weirdly freaking red rooms. So, um, Christian. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us about the man you posted in our personal Discord chat a while back that got me down this rabbit hole? It's, it's a meme, Mudahar? Yes. Some, Some ordinary, ordinary gamers. Muda. Yeah, My boy Muda nearly died, by the way, uh, not too long ago, of appendicitis. What happened? He almost died. Uh, his appendix burst. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, he's like, I had a brush with death. And I was like, wow. But anyways, he's a dude. Um, I was a huge fan of him in high school. Like, we have a friend who's, like, a massive fan of German 985. I'm, I'm, like, like kind of the same way about Mudahar. Like, like, I I have I known about, about that channel and been consistently subscribed to that channel since I was a freshman in high school, back when he was still doing uh, creepypasta readings. And nowadays, he doesn't really do a lot of creepypasta readings. He sometimes kind of teases that he's going to go back to it, but he never really does. But um, he's just kind of like, you know, kind of the streamer. I, I sit down... My camera, camera talking to my microphone about a topic, topic unscripted kind of content. Really, 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 really cool, dude. And I mean, that just is kind of like the best content. Mm -hmm. like, it's just like these daily I'm, uploads. And I'm not even being like sarcastic about that. That's where we came up with this idea. Because mm -hmm. uh, we had a we had a podcast before this called um, Coffee Pods. Coffee Podsta, and it was really hard to edit and everything. And we had like it was like super structured when it didn't really need to be. Mm -hmm. And that's why we've had to restart it like 
this. Like five different times? Because it's, it's, it's nice if we make this really unscripted, and if we, if we make podcasts really unscripted like this and make them totally live, it's ridiculously easy for me to upload them. And so if it does get no viewership, it's not that big of a deal because we didn't put that much time into it. And Copy Podsta, it was like... It was like a full time. It was like a part time like job, job for all of us, and it was a pain. Yeah, let me log into Anchor real quick and see what our last analytics were for Coffee Potstone. Uh, oh my lord, Christian! What? One hundred twenty four all time plays. That's not, That's not bad. bad. It's not too bad. And hold on, let me go back to across all episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, That's not bad. One hundred percent male, obviously. All of them are between 18 to 22 years old. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> just us. Nailed our target uh, episodes. Which one has the most? All right. I'm assuming it'd be the Christian. first episode. The worst episode. All right. Uh, is that your final answer? Is our first episode possibly yet another reboot? Oh, wait, oh, wait no, no, I remember, I remember this. this. Um, um, the most, most listened, listened to one was, was actually part two, part two of the food culture episode. episode. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Closely followed by our very first episode at uh, the I'm Picky in My State's the Best, Change My Mind Part 2 has 28 plays, and Copy Pasta Yet Another Reboot is 23. Uh, Copy Pasta The Postening, the, uh, the like one minute and 51 second trailer. Uh, trailer has nine views, and then 23. No, worse than Keemstar has 18. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm picking my state is the best change my mind. Part one is 12 views. Wow. Um, clearly, people need to go back and listen to the part one of the my state is the best change my mind. Um, how to get the perfect date has 17 uh, plays. And then hashtag sticks out for Jesus. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> 17 plays. Oh, boy. It has been over a year since our last episode. Almost, almost a year, and we're about we're to, we're, we're, we're about, about to reboot, reboot it again. again. <laughs> oh, I know, oh, man. We love to see it, but um, and that's happening on Monday, by the way, for okay. the two people watching. Uh, I'll be making some posts about that here soon. Uh, exciting! So get ready for some really awful fan fiction that we're gonna make fun of. Very exciting. Uh, and I do think we need to do the disclaimer beforehand that we're not trying to like discourage people to oh, write yeah. fan fiction. Just don't make it your sexual fantasies because if you make it your sexual fantasies, we are going to make fun of it. I have, I have, I have a whole spiel for the show. show. I, have a, I have a really nice, nice little spiel about nice. how you shouldn't be afraid to make crappy things in a creative endeavor, endeavor and stuff like that. And, Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Very, but, very, yeah. very cute and wholesome. I'm excited for it, but what were we talking about? Red Rooms? Uh, Mudahar. Muda, Muda, Muda boy. So he's like basically like the, you know, he doesn't like write like, he doesn't write these like crazy video essays or do like these crazy like highly edited videos. He just kind of sits at his computer and he talks about stuff and he's like this really... Uh, he's, uh, a he's a computer, computer science, science guy. guy. I forgot, I forgot what, what he was. was. I think he's more of like a hardware IT kind of guy. Um, but like, he built like this crazy Hackintosh and all this stuff. He's a super cool dude. But like, every week, he, well, until he got a, like his appendix burst, 
Uh, every week he does um, he does uh, dark web browsing, dank web browsing, deep web browsing, um, where he basically just like gets a list of links together uh, from the uh, from the dark web, from the deep web is what it's actually the actual term. Because um, you so to kind of explain this, the surface web is everything that you can get on a browser currently. The deep web are we- are a collection of websites that aren't as easily accessed. You need a specific browser. You sometimes need certain protocols to be able to get through to them. Um, some of them are peer-to-peer based. Um, lots of lots of different things going on. Um, is the deep web, and the news have labeled it the dark web. The what else? The criminal underground of the internet. Stuff like that. You know. It's, it's just fear mongering. It's just fear mongering. All that happens there is some people sell drugs and people post stuff that is kind of weird. And That's... apparently, you can get a uh, AK-47 with uh, four thousand rounds for a hundred bucks. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt it too. But um, but there's this other thing, and you know, there's lots of YouTube videos where people are like, "I went onto the dark web." And, and I got, got a mystery box, and they pull it out, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's the severed head of a doll and coordinates to a body. Better not report this to the police. Um, or like, I got a potion on the dark web, or I called Spongebob's phone number at 3 a.m., which I got off the dark web. All, all, all sorts of just stupid bullcrap that doesn't make any freaking sense. Um... Mm-hmm. But, but the, the reality, reality of the dark, dark web is, is that, that you really, really find stuff like Cheese Man right here on there. You find, you find weird, weird web pages <laughs> with weird nonsensical statements, with weird domain names, with weird stuff. People with these weird made-up religions that they have. There's a there's a website about a guy who knows he has schizophrenia, but genuinely believes that he's just seeing like like visions of angels and God and stuff like that. Crazy, crazy stuff, stuff. Crazy, 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 just like the most, most random, random stuff, stuff ever. ever. Just weird. It, a lot of it's weird internet or selling drugs. Are there hitman services? Of course there are hitman services. There's always going to be hitman services. Is there prostitution? Oh yeah, there's prostitution. There's all there's all sorts of legal stuff that happens there because that's the part of the web that's not as easy to get to. But that stuff's also on the surface web. So it's like. You just have to be a millionaire. You just have to know where to look. And so, um, but anyways, among among all these fear-mongering rumors, among all this bullcrap about the deep web, which is a bunch of bullcrap, um, is Red Rooms. These live streams, which is like the whole concept just baffles me. We have a live stream coming probably from some IP address that would easily be traced by the FBI. Where apparently someone live streams the torture of somebody. Now let me talk about the deep web really quick with live streams and stuff. There are live streams on the deep web that are technically very illegal. Um, like particularly uh, websites where you can go on and look at people's uh, security cameras in their house without them knowing. Um, there is stuff like that. But Red Rooms is this idea that there's people buying full streamer setups to um, potentially uh, get themselves indicted as a serial killer. And so, like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Basically, Red Room, the, the whole concept, you know, just kind of explains itself. 
is it's a room where uh, bad things happen to people, and that's that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And they make lots of money, even though nothing happens in these red rooms. So, like one of them, I, the uh, now this was in 2020 that this video was made, and he was talking about how one of them people were paying 0.24 Bitcoin per view. Now, I highly doubt that they've changed their uh, rates. So, if you were to go to the specific red room to view this. You would be paying thirteen thousand three hundred and seventy-three dollars and eighty-six cents in United States dollars to get point two four Bitcoin to watch this live stream. Hell yeah! Like, I don't remember what the specific analytics were, but it was like I think for the past week that he that it was live. Uh, Mudahar found that they made something along the lines of like four thousand dollars in one week hmm. from like uh, it was like less than ten views. It was just it was baffling. People are paying money to watch shit like this that is clearly fake, but they're saying is real, which is like actual fraud. But yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. Christian, should we set up a red room? No. This is <laughs> but this, this is, is our red room. <laughs> but but we're we're not charging people to watch this. Dude, I'm a I'm a I'm a mutualist. I don't charge people for anything. I actually went on a tirade on Twitter today that if I ever became an educator, I would give my uh, students the textbook for free. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, just to go off topic one more time, if you're a, if you're a tenured professor and you are using your class as an opportunity to force broke college students to buy your crappy book, you're a bad person. I 100 percent agree. And there are too many college professors I've had that, that, that do that. It's horrible. Actually, one of them, he made me so mad. And I tried selling his book back to the bookstore. And they wouldn't take it because they're like, uh, we already have uh, too many of them. So that should tell you one thing. So I one day I was walking, I was walking out that same day, and I was pissed off because I didn't want this stupid propaganda laced book anymore. And he was walking up the stairs to our university center. I looked him dead in the eye, tossed his book in the trash, and just walked right by him. Mm. I've never talked to him ever again. It's good, but. Yeah, that just really irked me. Or the teachers that are all white man bad, hear why, but try to apply it to their class and then write a book about it and then make you buy it and you have to do weekly readings from that book that you have to do like weekly uh, like uh, reports on and you have to write about it. I remember when we looked up that professor's website and it was like one of the worst designed websites ever. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, anyways, back to red rooms. This to red rooms. This is our red room. Um, we don't pay people to watch this. I, I am a mutualist. I, I, I have, I have, uh, I have Marxist. Uh, I have communism a little bit in my political and ideological blood, and so uh, I don't like charging for stuff. But if you do want to donate, um, the options are not available yet. So. <laughs> You'll, You'll just, just have, have to, to wait, wait for that. that. Um, 
Anyways, yeah. Any, anything else you want to say about Red Rooms? Uh, not really, but I do like the discussion we were kind of getting to, like how college is a scam. College is, in fact, a scam. And I, I actually really want to talk about that right now. The college I go to, and I'm not going to say the name, uh, Miggles, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because uh, we go to college together. But, and I know it's not just the college that I go to, but um, a lot of colleges right now, right when COVID started, they were talking about how, yeah, we're going to uh, drop tuition prices for you because we understand that uh, you can't come into class right now. So we're gonna we're gonna give you a discount on tuition so that you're not paying full price because it's all online. Yeah, that never fucking happened. Uh-huh. Am I surprised that happened? Absolutely not. And what really irks me about it is all these teachers are getting paid the same amount that they were pre-COVID to not do anything. Like, I've taken, I took four classes last spring term. Another three last fall. I took this winter off because I couldn't afford it. And it's like, I also couldn't sign up on time, but that's a whole nother story. But I'm still paying full price for all these classes. And all of those classes, I've had two. Two classes where we had a, like, a class meeting regularly. Mm. Two of them. Yet I'm paying full price for these classes where it is easier to pull teeth than to contact your professor if you need help on something. Like, how is that not, how is this okay? Like, how is that something that these colleges are letting happen? Because it makes them more money. And it's just like, it has become more apparent now more ever, more so now than ever, that colleges aren't an educational institution anymore. They're a money-making scheme. They they are. And it's just, like... It's awful. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. when I become a teacher, I'm going to be pushing uh, trade schools instead of college. Because at least trade schools get you in and get you out quick. Mm -hmm. And and you're not $30,000, in debt. It's like a two, two, three-year program at max... And you're in it like I think, thirty grand total, if that. I think it's like ten grand a year, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And you're out, like actually in the workforce. Like they place mm-hmm. you with a company to do your apprenticeship with, and then you're on your way in your field. So, man, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Another um... scam with it is teachers being allowed. To not only, well, teachers being allowed to write their textbook for their class and make students buy it. Yeah, that that that's Especially, not okay. If now, like, there was one teacher who wrote her textbook for the class, but it was a math textbook. That is entirely different. Mm-hmm. But when you have English teachers, history teachers, like anything where their books aren't solely based off of facts. Like the one teacher you and I were talking about, that was a history class that we had three different books that were all opinion pieces. And it was basically like, what was it, like a 600-page op-ed? <laughs> yeah, of why white men bad here, why. Yeah. Like, like there, there was no point in reading that. Like, it was literally just to push her agenda. 
and to make money. And to make money. Yeah. Get and more book sales. Money. You can't find that book used anywhere, first off, which I think is kind of odd. Second off, do you know how much I paid for that for one of those books? How much did she charge for it? 30 bucks. How much how many pages was it? Like 150. 150? What? What? Yeah. Yeah. She did a whole college she did a whole college curriculum on a 150 page book? It was one of like three books. Oh, but still thirty dollars for 150 pages was a paperback? Mm-hmm. What the the freak oh my gosh now the other teacher that i was talking about that i like threw the book away in front of him he only wrote a chapter out of the book that he had us buy and it was like 10 bucks oh that's, oh, that's not that bad so that one like it's not as bad but still it was annoying because it was all just propaganda laced well if well, i like if i like i said before if i was a if i was a professor if I was tenured or not, and I decided it was really, if I knew, if I felt it was really important for my class to have a book that I wrote on a subject, like, just like the way I think about it, like, the way you know if these people actually genuinely, genuinely think this, this will help the students is whether or not they go, I own the rights to this book, I can do whatever I want, I'm going to just give them the PDF that I sent to the publishers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll just, like, I'll just give all the better. students the PDF. I own the rights to it. I can do whatever I want. I'm the original creator. I can do that. Like, you know, suck my pee-pee, you know, if, if you think that that's not okay. But, like, like if the professor actually cares about the education of the students, actually genuinely cares about the students, they would be making their curriculum as accessible and easy to get as possible. I, a lot of my favorite teachers held that philosophy, I felt, because they would, they would go to length to make sure that we would at least have access to the text that actually pertained to the curriculum. If somebody couldn't afford to get the ebook, if somebody couldn't afford to get the book, or didn't know how to pirate it, they would make sure that we somehow got the text. Because, like... To a lot of professors nowadays, to a lot of people in education, education has turned into this like horrible, disgusting money-making scheme, and it's just a way to just make more money. And to others, like they actually genuinely care about education, and like those teach those professors are becoming more and more rare, and it's kind of disappointing. But I don't know. Just like the way I see it is, is that like you can tell if a professor actually cares about the students is if they're making the curriculum as accessible as they possibly humanly can like absolutely possibly can and sometimes that does involve 50 60 textbooks but it shouldn't always be that way you know now there now i do need to preface this there are a lot of teachers out there who during this covid i call it covid bullshit uh they've been doing every single freaking thing they can everything they can to make sure like you said the the students are getting the curriculum they need and a lot of them it's like i'm gonna use my stepdad as an as an example he has been up make and he's been making videos like i've had to help him sometimes on his videos mm. and he's so one of the classes he does is um small engines well you can't really do small engines as you would normally right now mm -hmm. so what's he's what he's doing is he found an old uh briggs and stratton engine a little just a 
little baby engine, like a five horse engine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, it doesn't run super gunked up. So he's taking it apart and rebuilding it. He's not getting subsidized by the school and all this. Spending his own money on editing equipment, recording equipment, the engine itself, the parts for the engine itself. And this is an old engine. It's not it's not cheap to get the like mm -hmm. the filters and everything you need for that engine. Mm -hmm. And he's doing everything he possibly can to make his curriculum and his content as good as possible. There are a lot of teachers out there that are like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to sit here and just bash hashtag all teachers bad because that's not even close to the mm -hmm. case. They're just that's very rare. rare. The good ones are. Yeah. Like you have the guy. That's... Like you have the guy that started CS50. You know. Mm -hmm. He literally was like, I'm a tenured professor, I'm making, you know, six figures. I'm going to make a free college class. <laughs> I'm going to make a free college class for Harvard. You know. <laughs> I remember when, uh, I just, I remember, Christian, it was our senior year that one of our favorite teachers was pushing for that class. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have days where we just come in and stay in the school all night and code do coding and we're gonna order pizza and it's gonna be great and then none of that actually happened turned out surprise surprise freaking bombed even though he got tons of funding from from the school oh. i don't he was doing robotics cs50 draw like he had his hand in so many things there was no way he could have done them all oh his eyes were bigger than his stomach as far as leading programs i feel like he genuinely cared but he just, I think he did too. He wanted to do too much, and that's where it got bad. If you're listening to this, you know who you are, and we love you. <laughs> you're the reason we're making this. I don't Man, think he's listening. You you bit off way more than you could chew. Yeah, he probably he probably toned out once I started getting into the anarchist stuff. Um, <laughs> no, he he didn't even tune in. He might he might someday. Maybe. Ten years from now, he'll be, like, super retired and be like, man, I wonder what those kids are up to. Just just smoking big, fat doobies. Smoking big, fat doobies and listening to kids, his, the, the students he had smoke big, fat doobies on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Moon's Cafe. Or rmh.mrmoon.cf. Yep. Or anchor.com slash Professor Moon. I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Um. Anyways... Yeah. Do you have anything else planned? I guess we have like our shortened music segment. Last week, right? Last week, we played us out with music, and I'd love to play. Turned out to be. Turns out one of them was copyrighted. That's on me. Turns out one of them was copyrighted. It scared me so much. It's really hard to actually find music that you can 100% confirm uh, is Creative Commons licensed. And I decided since mm -hmm. this is more of a talk show. Um, I'd rather play us in with, uh, a, like, the theme song and then play us out with maybe, like, one song into the end show and then do the post show. So we're doing a short music segment um, every week. Just what are you listening to? Because this is Real Moon Hours. This is my show. And so I just kind of want to ask, you know, the audience. I want to ask uh, my co-host. I want to ask any guests. Um, from here on out, just, like, what are you listening to this week? And then we'll just kind of, like, talk about what we've been listening to. So... You already know what I've been listening to. Foo Fighters? No. Actually, I actually finally listened to that full album, and I hate to say it, but it's not great. That's what my friend said. He said it kind of sucked. I was like, oh. It kind of sucked. 
I know, I was really upset about it, because I love the Foo Fighters. Give me more Dave Grohl. Mm. But... No, what I've been listening to, actually, is... And I'm still trying to figure out if I like it or not. So, for those of you that don't know, Baby Metal exists. <laughs> and it's very, very interesting. And I don't know how to feel about it. Like, think of a combination of two things that should never work together. Like, mm. you just, in no span of the imagination should these two things ever go together. But they, but they do. do. But it works. But they do. And it works. And it's fantastic. Yeah. So That's baby metal. So for those of you that don't know about baby metal, baby metal is an amalgamation of J-pop, uh, J-pop, three J-pop idols. And, um... Just some fucking hardcore metal. Yeah. Just like friggin... I don't know the exact subtype of metal that they do. But... I don't know either. It's like pop metal, I think. Yeah, it's like kind of like, like poppier metal. Here's you, you, you're not gonna go into it being like, oh yeah, they're gonna go like super hardcore. There's gonna be like thrash. There's gonna be like there's gonna be like power metal. There's gonna be like black metal. There's gonna be like drone metal. No, it's like it's like poppy, but then there is that metal. There's like is there like is there like doom metal and drone metal? There is screaming. There is some hard as hell guitar riffs that are just fucking amazing. Oh, I have a massive, massive boner for great guitar riffs, like great guitar solos, but an even massiver boner for great bass solos. Like the song Roundabout by Yes, one of my favorite fucking songs ever. So they probably do a lot of power metal then. Because power yes. metal is very heavy on the guitar riffs, very heavy mm -hmm. on, um, you know, things like uh, things like the tapping, tapping the strings mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yes, that is. My, my brain's so, kind of dead right now, so my music brain is, like, melting, but, yeah. <laughs> so, here's how I found out about this band. First off, I want to give a big old rest, rest in peace to my boy Total Biscuit. Lost a very hard-fought battle with cancer. It was really sad. But I remember tuning in to, and I, had, I hadn't heard about it, but I remember tuning in to his show, Co-Optional Podcast. And actually, so... Polaris, who, um, uh, why'd you have to put that one? Because I like the mask. I think it's cool. Anyways, Polaris, which is their main sponsor, were like, hey, there's this new service that might work for your podcast called uh, Zoom. This is back in like 2015, by the way. Oh, yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. We'll go on Zoom now. And it actually worked really well for them. But anywho, uh, I was listening to, they have a whole bunch of little, little animated clips. And the, the one thing you should know about Total Biscuit is he is a metalhead through and through. He actually went on a cruise that, it was it was a metal cruise. Where just the entire time they were playing fucking thrash metal. That's dope. And they were jamming out. So they started talking about baby metal. He hated baby metal, and I don't get why. But that's how I found out about baby metal. And I'm like, all right, I got to look this up. And the first thing that came up when I searched them was their song, Gimme Chocolate. And it was very, uh, very interesting. I started looking a little more and I saw some of their live shows. And my God, when I tell you they have 
some of the greatest crowd control I've ever seen by a band in my life. Like, if I had to choose one last concert to go to, it would be a baby metal concert. Hmm. Did you know they actually played for Metallica? Oh they yeah, I heard, for the, Meta- I heard that they opened for Metallica. Metallica. Still can't find that video, and it makes they, me very they sad. For, they, 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 they opened for the, for the I Am The Table, table guys. guys. Does anybody know that reference? Excuse me. Lulu? No, I don't know that. Nobody, know nobody, that nobody here ever listened to the much, the much hated, so good it's bad Metallica album Lulu. No. I Am The Table. Oh. It's great. It's a great album. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to, and it's actually pretty fucking great. That's that dope. Um, and songs they actually did, because I'm like, when I was looking, I was looking them up, and I'm like, they can't be that popular. Like, there's no way this this, is, this still has to be underground. Nope, they've done several songs with Judas Priest. Huh. huh. Right? That's, That's crazy. crazy. I, the, yeah, yeah they're, they're, I remember I hearing, hearing the history about how everything with them got, got started, started, and their, their producer, producer is a genius. He's a fucking genius. He is a, a genius. genius. Holy, Holy crap, crap, that dude. dude. He, 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 like, figured out how to, how to hit, hit Japan, Japan with a mainstream metal group at just the right time. For some context, in Japan, there's actually a lot of really good metal musicians, particularly um, one, of my, one of my favorites that a friend recommended to me was uh, Boris, um, which is a drone metal group. And they do like these like ridiculously long, like one of their albums has a song in it that's 15 minutes long. But like really, really like artsy kind of metal. And so and there so was there already, already a lot of metal, metal in Japan, Japan but, but it's, it's like, like, it wasn't like metal, metal here where it got, got super popular. popular. This guy I figured, figured out the formula, formula to take everything, everything that, was that was so successful, successful about, about um, you know, you know J-pop, J-pop groups and J-pop, J-pop idols and, and mix it with one of his favorite music genres. And it's just like a super brilliant idea, but yeah, baby metal is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I just I think one of my favorite parts is the lead singer. So they did they were on the Fine Bros, mm-hmm. and she just reminds me of one of my favorite baseball players, and I don't know why, but he was also from Japan. Mm-hmm. And your boy Ichiro just fucking refused to learn English and had to have a, he had <laughs> he played for the Mariners for God close to twenty plus years, mm-hmm. and. Not once did he ever learn English. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... He always had to have a translator. And I think what reminded me of this is like all of when they're in America touring and just her super thick Japanese accent. And I'm like, yeah, my boy Ichiro, same thing. (laughs) All All of his commercials for the Mariners, just the thickest Japanese accent to where you almost couldn't tell what he was saying and it was hilarious I love it that's great but yeah what have you been listening to Chris Chan so I I actually just ordered this record um so I you know I last week last week I was listening to uh Weezer a lot Rivers Cuomo and I I'm still listening to that obviously I'm still obsessed with that record I think it's really good but another one that I've been listening to I want, to, I, want I want you to take, take a look. look. I, I, I just, just love, love this album, album cover. This, this band, band, I want to I show you a few of their album covers before I show you this one. So, um, 
This is the album cover that actually... One sec. Um, don't lose your cool. Let me show you, like, the album cover from their first EP that I bought back when I was still not single. Um, and... I just, I just loved, loved the, the look, look of it. it. I, I loved, loved the, the the absurd, absurd like just, just random, random kind of look of it. That it, it drew me into the band, band. and it turned out the band, band was actually like perfect for me. They're, they're like they're like alternative, alternative rock, rock. Um, you know, lots, lots of heavy, heavy guitars, guitars, lots of very, very summery kind of California kind of rock themes with the lyricism and with the sound and stuff like that. Very very cool band. Very. Uh, uh, early Weezer-like, -like. and not a lot of people talk about them. They're called Diamond Youth. This is another one of their album covers that just looks like dope. Um, one sec. Um, this one's really cool. This is from their latest album. But this is the one that I've been listening to recently, and I'm a big fan of it. It's another EP. Um, there's, there's also, also Shake, Shake, which I bought recently, like, like a while ago, ago that's also really good, which is a little bit poppier than I wanted. But um, this is, is called Orange. And I just want you to look at this album cover and, and do, you, do you think, do you think, I want, I want to ask you, do you think that this is like photoshopped? Like do you think they like cut out a square in the middle of the photo and tinted that orange? I already know the answer to this. This, this is a literal, literal photograph. photograph. Not, Not doctored, doctored one bit. bit. They, they literally, literally like, like painted the grass and everything in a perfect square, square for this album cover. cover. They go they hard, hard with their album covers. covers. I don't understand it. it. For the people, the people that are like listening to the show, show you know, you can't, you can't really, really see it, it. But just, just look up Diamond Youth Orange album cover and you'll see what I mean. They painted everything. It's like the coolest thing ever. But I'm going to, just like in the Twitch chat, um, since it is a live show, I'm going to post a couple of songs off of the EP, uh, just for fun. Because um, we won't get DMCA'd for that. We won't get DMCA'd for that. And I know that their music is copyrighted. And so, um, I used, like, I used some of their music back when I was uh, making films in high school. Um, I'm, a, I'm just, like, a huge fan of their stuff. And this album is seriously, like... Like, like cream, cream de la, de la creme. creme. Like, like it's, it's really, really it's really old. old. It's from 2013, but it is so so good. They go really hard on the guitars. They go really hard with their you know kind of um, 90s-esque summery power pop lyricism. It's just like so so great. I love it. Um, but yeah, I ordered that. That's what I've been listening to recently. Um, is 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 uh, Diamond Youth. Nice. And so, yeah, yeah they're they're Diamond Youth, Youth Orange. Orange. I highly recommend it. I, I highly recommend Baby Metal, mostly because their live shows look dope as heck. Oh, they look amazing. But, like, if you want to get ready to run through a brick wall, listen to the live show of uh, Meta. Let me look it up on Spotify real quick. Like songs. Megatsune? Hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna... 
It's a TS, so I, I assume it's very similar to the Tsunami. So Mega Tsunami. Yeah, yeah may, probably Megatsune. Or uh, Papa Ya. That one's a really good one. Okay. But yeah, th those are great songs. I like them a lot. Oh, it feels nice. That fan feels nice, even though it's very unprofessional of me to turn on a fan right now. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah, that's what we've been listening to this week. Those are our recommendations. Baby Metal, Diamond Youth, uh... What's like Baby Metal's most recent release as far as albums go? I don't know. Let's look it up real quick. Um, they've had most three studio album. albums. Metal Galaxy in 2019. Okay. Wait, no. Um, in 2020, Legend Metal Galaxy. Ah, it's one of their live albums. Mm-hmm. Day two. Okay. So but, yeah, yeah, some some cool stuff. Um, there's also the, the the debut album, Baby Metal, Metal Resistance, Metal Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure is very good. I haven't listened to a lot of Baby Metal, but uh, yeah, check them out. Um, this is kind of the time for us to kind of chill out, kind of come down from our. Uh, from our various highs, you know, me, melatonin, our dream uh, that this podcast is. Yeah, kind of come out of the fever dream back into the night, um, as you may know, and just kind of, just kind of chill out um, mm -hmm. at the end of the stream. But, but before we get too chill, I do definitely want to give a big old rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh, who lost his battle with uh, lung cancer uh, yesterday. I forgot to add that to the news segment. Yeah, I just, I do want to say I don't agree with everything Rush Limbaugh said um i actually disagree with a lot of rush limbaugh's politics but um i do find it important for us to take the people that we disagree with and um not not cancel them well not not get excited at the fact that they had to fight with cancer and to get excited that they died from cancer as someone who's had a family member who's suffered through cancer and thankfully survived it. Um, it's not easy for anyone involved. And I'm sure there's a lot in Rush Limbaugh's family that don't have nearly the same kind of opinions that he does, but they still loved him because he was family. And I couldn't imagine going on social media, going on the internet, going on Twitter and seeing people talk about like my dad or seeing people talk about my mom, or seeing people talk about distant family members of mine uh, with the hashtag rest in piss. Um, when I first saw that, I honestly wheezed because um, it was just so like absurd, but at the same time, you know, you gotta be more respectful when it comes to people dying. And especially, it's not the kind of behavior that's going to unify people. It's not the kind of behavior that's gonna help people. So. While I disagree with Rush Limbaugh, I do want to say rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh. Uh, condolences to his family, um, of course. And, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, growing up in Alaska, a lot of my family, very, 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 very conservative. And 
any one of their houses I went to, it, Rush Limbaugh was always on the radio. Mm -hmm. So I've listened to a lot of Rush Limbaugh. Now, granted, I haven't listened to Rush Limbaugh or anything of the like in probably 10 years. So I'm not like super like up to date on what his stances were. And I know he was probably very conservative because <laughs> my grandpa was listening to him. So there's a lot of things he said that I probably agree with. And there's probably a lot that I didn't. But again, just like Christian was saying, that doesn't matter. You know, this man was, you know, influential. Whether you like his influence or not, that shouldn't matter. He was a big man in entertainment and news. And, you know, like, it's really sad to see someone like him pass away. So, it was one of those where, I mean, and he battled and battled. I was looking into it a little bit, and he was battling for a long time, and it, it looked like he was about to beat it, but then it just, in the last hurrah, took him out. And yesterday, he finally lost his um, battle with cancer, so that was really sad to hear. But in a way, it's partly, I don't want to say it's a good thing, but, like, cancer's really hard to go through. And it's, it's one of those where it's like, you know, he doesn't have to fight anymore. Not in pain anymore. He gets, he gets to, to rest. rest. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a nice, nice thing. thing. And just, just like, like one more thing I want to touch on Russell Ball, because I just, I have a lot of friends um, on the left, particularly a lot of Democrat friends and stuff like that, that genuinely got excited at his death. And so I don't want them to feel called out, but I do want to, I do want to say it's not, you know, proper behavior. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's not, it's not right. And like, for me, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I start to see it as if, if there's someone that I disagree with really strongly politically, like Rush Limbaugh or Tucker Carlson or whatever like that, I need mm -hmm. to stop for a minute and think, what if this person is the victim of a system that I'm fighting against? And he's trying to fight against that same system but we're just addressing different problems or we're just coming up with different solutions. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to sound like a centrist or whatever the frick or a fence sitter or both sides are, but at the end of the day, like the vast majority of us are doing what we think is right. And so like, it's not, it's not right to just label people as automatically evil when you don't actually know their intent. Um, but with that very serious and somber note out of the way, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So rest rest in peace. Um, Rush Limbaugh. Uh Rush Limbaugh, I'll uh I'll I don't I don't have a forty. I don't think I'd pour a forty out for Rush Limbaugh, but um I'd pour one out for the homies. Um that's the only thing. I don't really consider Rush Limbaugh my homie, but I'll I'll pour out um some water into my mouth because I'm dehydrated. Um and doesn't I, count. I heard staying hydrated is the best way to stay away from getting cancer, and so... Um, also not smoking or drinking or doing shit that you're not supposed or to. Or staying away from microwaves, that one too. That was kind, yeah. of, that was kind of a joke. It's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, everybody tells you all these ways to stay away from cancer, but like... There's no way to stay away from cancer. There is no way. Like, it's gonna happen to someone someday. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
technically, and I don't remember if this is true or not, because I learned this back in like my sophomore year of high school. Apparently, our body is fighting cancer on the daily. Yeah, it's because yeah, the radiation's radiation literally everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's just a fact of life, you know. Just a fact of life, boys. Just a fact of life. But um, R.A.P. Better Betty White. Um, she's not dead yet. But just, just in case. Just in case. Just to be safe. R.A.P. Prince Philip. Just in case. Uh, R.A.P. The Queen of England. Just in case. R.A.P. The Queen of England's never gonna die. Just in case. Uh, R.A.P. For um, a month in advance for uh, Joe Biden, because I mean. We, we all know what's I mean, going on behind the scenes. We, we, yeah. we all know what's happening behind the scenes. And uh, also, yeah. that, 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 president can't, that presidential campaign was uh, elder abuse. So, anyways, to end on that note. <laughs> um, well, I think this was a perfectly fun episode. It felt a little empty without our permanent guest, um, Jepu. But that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, so, what are we going to do for the after show there, Sir yeah. Chris Chan? So, well, when we were going to have a third person, I was thinking we were going to play um, an online version of Cards Against Humanity. But you can't really play that with two people. No. And so, I was thinking maybe a little, a little Battlefront 2? I'd be down for that. A couple rounds of Battlefront 2. I'm like... I'm like, I'm like super, super tired, tired, but like, like I'm, I'd, I'd be down, down for like what like, like a couple, couple rounds of supremacy. I, I would be like one or two of supremacy and then one or. Two. Okay. okay, sounds, sounds good. Depending on how long the supremacy goes, like if we get into a freaking game of supremacy that just never ends. Mm -hmm. But first, first before, before we can do that, that we need to. Uh, I, need I need to play, to play us out. out. And I'm just going to play a song from last week because I didn't really get an episode, a song this week. Well, maybe I did. Free. Falling Free. Falling Free. It's a great one. Oh, dang it. I don't have a... I don't have Macintosh 420. Oh. I'll do Falling Free. Okay. Well, we'll see you all next week. Bye -bye. Later. Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Although my body is very limited, my mind is free to explore the universe. There are no limits to the human spirit.
I wanted to understand the universe. There's nothing like the thrill when you discover something no one knew before. They might have heard me talk the whole time.